Hello, and thank you for downloading this programme from Starry Decisis Radio, where we discuss all the judgments of the United Kingdom Supreme Court. My name is Mark Tottenham, I'm a barrister in practice in Ireland, and the editor of Starry Decisis Hibernia, an online legal research service. In this programme, we are dealing with a decision concerning the use of in-camera evidence in a criminal trial, and whether the ban on disclosure extended to an application to the European Court of Human Rights. The general rule is that justice should be administered in public. Exceptions have been made to this rule in most countries. For example, most family law proceedings are conducted behind closed doors, so that the public do not hear sensitive information concerning children and family assets. Similarly, it is generally considered that victims of alleged sexual offences should not have to be identified in the media. The case we are dealing with in this programme, however, concerns evidence in criminal trials that might harm important public interests. The case is called R. Wang Yam versus the Central Criminal Court, 2015, UK SC 76. The judgment was delivered on the 16th of December, 2015. The appellant had been convicted of murder. In his defence, he had attempted to adduce certain evidence concerning criminal activities by other persons. It seems that this was sensitive information, and the Secretary of State for Foreign Affairs certified that it had concerned an alleged harm to an important public interest. The trial court therefore ordered that all the defence evidence should be given in camera. The appellant was duly convicted. At the conclusion of the trial, the judge ordered that none of the defence evidence should be published. The appellant claimed that the conviction was unsafe on the grounds that his evidence had been heard in camera. His appeal was dismissed by the Court of Criminal Appeal, and he sought to bring the matter to the European Court of Human Rights. But he was precluded by the High Court order from disclosing the in-camera evidence as part of his application. He therefore brought an application to the High Court, seeking to disclose the evidence to the Court of Human Rights. The High Court refused the application, but certified the issue as a point of exceptional public importance to be determined by the Supreme Court. The unanimous judgment was delivered by Lord Mance, he considered whether it was a matter for the domestic courts to order the disclosure, or whether this was a matter to be brought before the Strasbourg court itself. He said, open quotation, During the trial, because of the appellant's difficulty in keeping distinct the sensitive and non-sensitive aspects of his evidence, the entire defence case was heard in camera in the presence of the appellant and those representing him. At the end of the retrial, Owsley J. made a further order that nothing be published revealing any evidence or other matter heard or de dealt with in camera other than that which had been said in public during the proceedings." End of quotation. He went on to say, The English courts have repeatedly examined the question whether it was both necessary and fair to hold part of the trial in camera and have repeatedly concluded that it was. The appellant and those representing him knew of and were able to address the in-camera material at trial and on appeal. It arose, as Lord Panic noted, from the appellant's own defence. The appellant's assertion that publication of its content would in any way have advanced his defence has repeatedly been rejected as implausible. The appellant's current appeal can only succeed if one accepts that the inability to deploy the in-camera material in the appellant's response will inevitably constitute a breach by the United Kingdom of an obligation owed by it in international law under Article 34 of the Convention. In my opinion, that is not shown to be the case, and in any event, if any court is to reach such a conclusion, it must be the European Court of Human Rights, not the English courts. End of quotation. 
It is clear that the Supreme Court viewed the application as bordering on the frivolous and considered that the prohibition on disclosure was a reasonable one that could not have affected the fairness of the criminal trial. They saw no reason why the domestic courts should lift the prohibition pending the application to Strasbourg and took the view that it was for that court to deal with the fairness or otherwise of the issue. Thank you very much for listening to this programme. If you have any comments, please see the Starry Decisis Radio Facebook page or Twitter account. And if you've enjoyed this programme, please tell your friends and colleagues about Starry Decisis Radio.